Welcome to Dairy Intelligent, a podcast by VES Artex, a turntide company. Together, we will meet dairy industry intellects and passionate dairy producers to discuss all things cows and connected technologies. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of VES Artex's podcast, Dairy Intelligent. I'm your host, Annie, and today I'm joined by Ryan Piercy, Director of Product Marketing at Turntide Technologies. Thanks for being with us today, Ryan. Why don't you introduce yourself and give us some of your background? Hello, my name is Ryan Piercy. I'm uh, originally from the Midwest, live down in Texas now. I spent the last 16 years of my career in the uh, ag OEM side, primarily large ag OEM. And like you kind of introduced earlier, um, today what I do is I work with Turntide Technologies, which works with VS Artex, one of our um, affiliated companies, on focusing on new uh, new software and as well as new hardware to bring to the market to add value for dairymen. Wonderful. So today we're going to discuss how these days dairymen have access to so much data on their operations, but aren't always utilizing it to their dairy's advantage to make decisions. What are some of the different data streams available to farmers today, both at the facility and the cow level? Yeah, like, like everything, what, what's available today um, is overwhelming. It's overwhelming for dairymen like it is for almost every farm out there in terms of what data is available and what data can we, can we get installed on a farm. Everything from obviously the kind of core common ones that are widely available, herd and feed, milking data, but you see more and more IoT devices, ear tags. Um, I, I think I've said before in different presentations I've given, we've pretty much got every nook and cranny of a cow covered in terms of what we can measure and see and evaluate. What's, what's lesser so, but needing to grow in terms of importance and um, I would say future insights to help, help profitability are on-farm data resources. So a lot of that is from, again, other IoT devices, uh, PLCs, so generally um, control logic circuits that, that monitor different aspects of the farm, as well as some newer systems that are out there, advanced camera vision technology. You know, there's some out there now that, that really focus on body composition scores, and that helps reduce some labor requirements. And of course, always the big ones, financial data. We don't think about that as a data source, but obviously it is. Because that, that ties in a lot of the financial data, whether you're getting them from QuickBooks, an ERP system, whatever, tied directly to what you're doing on the farm. And really, it, it continues to go. And one of the biggest things I talk about or I try to talk about is, you know, when do you get to be data overload and what, what do you need to focus on um, in terms of building KPIs and what data do you need from that? But depending on how your, your dairy is set up, you can have data coming in from field crops through different systems from that machinery on the farm, from digesters on the farm. So it's, it gets to be any more. In a lot of cases, you know, there are ways and, and possibilities to get that data out there, but it's for every farm because every farm is different. You have to focus on what makes the most, let's say, bang for the buck and impact for your, your dairy itself. So where should farmers focus their efforts in terms of collecting and analyzing data? Yeah, again, it's a it's kind of a tricky question to answer because it really does depend on the dairy and specifically on that dairy depends on really what their goals are. Um, this, you know, it can be all over the board. It can range from, you know, because of their size, their goals are going to be different than a larger farm. It could be the management direction on that farm, how it's run, the labor resources that are available, what margin targets they have. I mean, generally what happens is when 
dairies get larger, especially when they get corporatized and buy more and more farms, they tend to get more extensive with their data management. And what that really means is they're focused on larger, let's say, operational efficiency type of uh, key point indicators. So they tend, they tend to be focused on collecting data and choosing KPIs on a herd-wide level, as well as a facility-wide level. Taking a look at that, and depending on how they break that down into the KPI, whether it's a fundamental operational, tactical day-to-day, or more of a strategic KPI, they tend to look at that in, in different views in terms of, is it going to be running from, again, a short time period, or is it more of a long-term fundamental change that, that they need to make the processes, facilities, um, the cattle themselves, whatever, to, to make sure that their margins and the profitability can be held up. Smaller dairies, you know, typically don't have that, that operational size and efficiency of size. Um, they tend to be much more intensive. So they, they tend to, instead of just the herd, and that tends to be the only thing that they look at, instead of that, they tend to be much more focused on the individual cow. And because they don't have the economies of scales like large dairies, focusing on maximizing or optimizing, probably be the better word, what that cow can, can produce and how, how they can extend and maximize the potential and the output of that cow. So I've heard you use the, the phrase before that producers often have piles of data and that it takes a lot of their precious time not only to sort, um, but they barely have time to analyze it. So couldn't dairies just gather all of their raw data and then manually compile it on their own? Yeah, I mean, th- this is done. This is done in a lot of ways, and it depends on what you mean by getting the raw data manually compiled. I mean, when it comes to raw data, uh, I would say this. You have to be very, very careful about raw data. A lot of these companies, you know, all, uh, really every company that produces uh, a sensor or an IoT device that is collecting data goes through a scrubbing system. And what I mean by that is they take, they take the data set over a period of time and normalize it throwing out all those weird outliers and so on and so forth. So that has been done and, and pretty much every uh, device out there that compiles data like that has been, has been worked on and refined over years. Specifically when it comes to creating, creating data stacks on your own and analyzing, you know, I, I've been to quite a few dairies in my time and even the best dairies tend to play the Excel spreadsheet game, right? So they, had, they go from Excel spreadsheet to Excel spreadsheet. And then what they're really looking for is they're looking for correlations and seeing if those correlations between different data sets equals causation or the actual reason why something is happening. Um, the biggest issue to this, and, and one of the things that, you know, at, at Turntide and VSR Techs we look for it is th- this is time intensive. It takes either usually the head manager or a head manager and a a series of people, secretaries, other people on site that, that know how to do that. And it's not, it's not the most efficient, uh, simply because what, what most dairymen, especially larger progressive dairymen need to see is more real-time data. So data that's happening now. Uh, what generally tends to happen is they spend a day or a couple hours, should I say, on one day a week compi- compiling and analyzing this data. And the way things happen on a dairy, and especially in the volatile times that we live in, um, for a lot of cases of growing and maximizing that potential for growth and, let's say, health of the dairy, it's just not enough. So it's, it's something that we know from an industry standpoint that needs to improve. So a key aspect that's often overlooked is, is this data of good quality? 
What does that mean and how can farms avoid bad quality data? Yeah, the real answer for this is, you know, good quality to bad quality, a lot of that has to do with that scrubbing. So whether it's been scrubbed by a system built into that, that data management itself, or when it comes back to when you get that series of data and you start looking at historical data, you know, one of the secret sauce for dairymen is because of experience that they've had, they've seen, they know, and they see where that data correlates to real life. Um, one of the first things that experienced dairymen do is take a look at that data set and then start looking at that to see where there are real outliers. So things that are so far from the normal or so far from the, the, the typical that, okay, there must have been either an error in the, the sensor, an error or a problem that was just minute and is not repeatable. Take that and then, you know, evaluate whether that's realistic to, to keep into place and throw it out. That's one of the biggest and I would say the most immediate things that you can do, because like anything um, anymore from a digital standpoint, you know, junk in is junk out. The job and the, the work that still needs to be done is figuring out and doing a better job of making sure that that is not coming to be junk in. Now, there are some things you can do on the farm um, to be able to prevent that. But a lot of that also just comes down to experience, being able to experience and see that data. So how can producers become better focused on the whole picture? Yeah, the, again, it comes really down to that producer themselves. Um, there, there is a lot of cases in terms of, of dairies, you know, focusing on KPIs, uh, specifically focusing on maybe the wrong KPIs. And the real answer for that is really, right, is there is no wrong KPI, but there are keyboard indicators that tend to be, and across the board, more important. And again, I go back to, it's going to depend on that farm a little bit, because what are their goals? What are they aiming for? Um, I tend to break this down, and this is not just dairy, this is really anything when you're running an operation. I tend to break it down into three buckets. So fundamental operational. So in a dairy, this would be milk flow, something, something they have to see every day. And if there is a problem with that, that immediately means a loss of income. Or, you know, it could be something like milk flow or plate cooler temps. If those are off and there, there's consistently a problem there, you know, you can load, you can ruin an entire tanker batch. So things like that is, in my opinion, um, fundamental and probably the most important, especially for a growing dairy or, or a dairy that's adding on cattle as I go. Tactical day to day tends to be more things that are that are highly variable uh, based off of the management the, the management decisions. Right, fundamental operational typically is monitoring problems. Tactical day-to-day -day could be things like, am I optimizing the digester? So reading a PLC or reading that data stream coming off a digester to see is, well, what's the price of gas, price of electricity, price of my input? What's my stock of manure to compare to the ratio? Um, a lot of that stuff is where if you've got those capabilities, those labor resources inside to be able to look and analyze that data, there is a lot of value that can be added on. And from a profitability standpoint, that's one of the biggest ways to ensure that you're maximizing as much as you can. And then strategic, and that's that third bucket. Um, strategic tends to be KPIs that are more slow moving, but they, they have more of a fundamentally important set of data to see on that farm. And these tend to be much, much more instead of just simple data streams, so seeing something coming off a sensor, these tend to be much more of a mathematical equations comparing KPI to KPI. So data sets to other data sets 
and looking for that correlation and, and in the end, that causation. Where are we at with data collection and utilization in the industry to actually have tangible data to make decisions from today? And then what about in the future? Well, in dairy, it, it tends to trail a little bit, let's say from crop production side of agriculture, right? So so the things that, that more and more dairymen are with all the different devices and data streams that are coming online by the day and really have in the last five years or so, it's very similar to the row crop side of the industry several years ago, now 10 plus almost in a lot of ways. And what I mean by that is, is they, the, the row crop side of the industry had the same issue where companies weren't talking to other companies or if they were talking and sharing data. Uh, it was in different formats, had different principles and different you know, ways to scrub data. And that's one of the issues that we're seeing in dairy now is the, the control and the standardization of data from company to company, uh, management system to management system needs to get tighter. And the only real way to do that is to get some kind of standards accepted in the industry. There are other, there are universities and different organizations out there that are trying to do that. And that's something from a turntide VSR tech side, we are very much proponents of, we are very much in favor of, we try to do that. Um, from our side, we try to play with all the other different companies and share openly. Now, obviously, um, there are some, some proprietary things that companies want to kind of control in themselves. That's their, that's their prerogative. But for the improvement of the industry itself and improvement of the dairymen making their lives easier, and uh, well, really, in the end, um, more, more profitable from a sustainability standpoint, we, we need that next level of being able to share data um, and being able to easily do that from device to device. What can dairymen and women do to begin to implement to optimize their data streams today? Yeah, so the single biggest thing is take, take some time. And that's the hardest thing to do, right? Because nobody's got time. But there has to be some time set aside. To, to truly evaluate that data that you have on farm, is it, is it really valuable in, in terms of how often do you, not just how often do you look at it, but how often are you really analyzing it deeply? And if you didn't have it, how much of a difference to, towards your, again, fundamental day-to-day operational, your tactical, your, your kind of big movers that make profitability and that strategic side of it, how much do they make a difference to it? Um, I, I tend to say there, there gets to be, you know, a couple different types of people out there, right? And that's, that's true across any, any group of people. There tend to be, um, let's say, very progressive and people who like to have a lot of data, have so many KPIs that it really gets to be KPI overload. And then there's the opposite side of the spectrum um, where, where they don't have enough. They don't think about them. They don't, they don't focus on them. Um, and, and neither of them are right in the end of the day, right? The, what, the right way to do it is take a look at all the different data streams coming in, focus on the KPIs that you use. Are they valid? Are they, do they fit into one of those three buckets and do they make a real difference? And if not, then look at all the other different KPIs out there. There are lots of resources out there from a dairy perspective. You know it um, just on the farm, whether you, whether you think about it or not. Take a look at that at those things that fits with what your general goals are on the dairy and specifically where that data is coming from. And then try, if at all possible, to come with the simplest but the, the richest set of KPIs that are coming from well, uh, let's say, 
coming from data that you know is valid. And that data is coming from that is, is that data is valid because it's coming from sensors or systems that have been calibrated right. They've been cleaned. Um, they've been serviced. That's by the way, that's one of the biggest, biggest problems with getting clean and, and consistent data, making sure that that's good. So you've got high fidelity on that data and that data can be used to make and help make improvements in, you know, not just day to day, but also that's strategic. Everybody likes to experiment. Um, every farmer who has ever lived probably has and will like to experiment. And that's actually one of the biggest things I, I see is even if you're not a particular particularly progressive or, or you don't like to experiment that much, what data really allows you to do is to try to optimize your farm as best as you can through a series of small experiments, right? Take data sets from, maybe it's from the milk house and you see so there's maybe needs to be some improvements on different things, or it's the parlor, or it's the digester, or it's the, it's the, the cattle barn itself. Take a look at all those different areas, evaluate and list them from your priorities that matches your operational goals, and then make sure that those KPIs and the data that goes into it are as optimized as possible. I think that's some really great advice on how to start. Um, so we're now wrapping up the end of our conversation. Um, but before that, I would like to know what does an animal-centered environment mean to you? Yeah, this... so. What this means from an animal-centered environment, um, it, it's important. I mean, it's important for, for me for a couple of different reasons. Um, and I think it's important for the industry to understand. Um, and, and I'll say this right off the bat, not, not every dairyman, I think, focuses on an animal-centered environment. That can be definitely for the worse or the better, depending on what your operational operation is. But I tend to believe that dairy will continue to more move towards an animal-centered environment for a couple of different reasons. Um, one, because even if you're in a very large enterprise style dairy, uh, you're, you're no better than what's actually producing your product, right? Which is obviously the cows. So the more you can do to optimize them, even if your, your strategies on farm are more from a volume standpoint, you, you still have that ability to optim optimize that cow. And it doesn't take a lot, um, from, from a cow side, they, they want, you know, they want good airflow. They want a relatively clean and consistently cleaned area. They want good access to feed and milk. Um, and then they want to be low stressed as much as possible. Um, this country and, of course, all the countries around the world in the last really 30, 40 years has done so much research and focus on how that's possible and how that's able to improve for any and every farm out there. So I focus on that because I think things are going to be continuing to move like that for multiple reasons. One, I think it's the right thing to do, obviously, to take care of the cattle because they take care of us from, a, I'd say, a personal ethical standpoint. But I also think from a societal standpoint, there's going to be more and more um, stress on, on dairies themselves um, from, you know, outside influences. And you guys can all, all understand who that's coming from. And I think if if we can focus on that, it it takes away it takes away a point some some uh, let's say opponents of the dairy industry want to use. And and again, I know I know all dairymen, dairy ladies out there really want to maximize the the environment for the cow. But it really from from an individual farm standpoint, just like it was with data uh, sources and data streams and how you optimize that, consistently try to take a look how your cows. Are behaving, how they're being milked, 
how they're spending time in the barns. Again, everybody does it one way or the other um, on farm. But take a look at those things, those improvements to our environment that make sense from a financial and operational standpoint. And it doesn't have to be all at once. Like everything, uh, true improvements come over time. Thanks, Ryan, so much for your time and insights. I think we all learned more about how we can begin to better leverage our data on the dairy. Thanks for listening, and we will see you all in our next episode. Thank you for joining us for another Dairy Intelligent episode. We hope you have found some suggestions to improve cow comfort on your farm, or simply just learn something new. If you have not already, please be sure to subscribe to our channel on your favorite podcast platform and let your friends know about us. We would love to have them listen and learn.